Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Gary to the show. We're going to be talking about self-confidence, shifting our perspective and many, many more things. So just a quick introduction to Gary, and then we'll dive into the conversation. So Gary works with entrepreneurs, athletes, businesses, busy parents, and everyone in between. He shares insights into a completely different way of thinking, leading to a life-changing shift in perspective. This has a transformational effect on all areas of life, including personal fulfillment, increasing levels of performance and business success. So welcome to the show today, Gary. Glad to have you on. I know we've been chatting, got a lot in uh, common and it's it's always great to network with um, like-minded individuals. So, uh, you know, thanks for reaching out. Um, so Gary, what I be really interesting to hear from my perspective, but also for a listener's perspective, uh, potentially as well, is talking about like a change in perspective for you, helping people like do this uh, and finding what's right for them. Was there something in your life that made you significant, have a significant shift and what's really got you into this kind of work? Because we're really interested to hear your a little bit about your story and background into this. Yeah, so first of all, Johnny, thank you so much for, for having me. And yeah, it was a complete shift in perspective as a result of hitting desperation point. So for myself, my story, it's it, it starts in childhood where just... So many of these things begin, and this is what I've learned as a coach. And they they set the pattern, they set the perspective that you have. And for me, it, it started with not feeling accepted in, in the world of, of school and being bullied for my appearance. So that, that started a perspective of inadequacy. I'm, I'm not enough was the lens that I was looking through. And what normally happens is once we have a perspective, we try to find a way to survive that. So for me, it was, how can I be good enough? Yeah, how can I be perfect? And, and because I'm looking through that lens of inadequacy, every area of my life needed to be perfect. I've got to have all of the money, you know, the right career, the number one business, all of these things that we're told makes us successful. And that was my life of just constantly forcing my way through, trying to be perfect, trying to look good, trying to make all of the money. And it was exhausting. And for me, it led to being in a a hotel business of all things, but just actually starting to achieve some of the things that I thought would make me happy, that would make me enough, only to find that I was achieving them, but still wasn't happy. And that for me just broke me because I pushed myself as, as hard as I could and I collapsed on my office floor and thoughts were then turning to wanting to leave the world, serious thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. And those thoughts I hadn't actually experienced since like being a child, like 11 years old, where everything just, it got really, really dark. And, you know, in both instances, there was no place to go. I felt hopeless, helpless. 
So it was there, that moment of desperation that became then the inspiration because it's there where I found personal growth and uh, we're having a little chat, but that's where, you know, the traditional route in, you discover Tony Robbins, who's everywhere. And it was actually just starting to listen to Tony and then found different mentors where I started to discover this world of personal growth that I had no idea existed, right? If I knew it existed, I would have definitely been intrigued into that. So yeah, that that's kind of my story, quick fire with a lot of details left out, but it was hitting that rock bottom stage to not knowing what to do anymore. The, that was the opening into a whole new world. And for that, I'm just so grateful. Oh, wow. And um, well, thanks for sharing your story. And um, and, and ultimately, it, it sounded like there was a point where a lot of it was driven by the, or you were saying like driven from the, I'm not enough. And then the the perfection came in and, you know, trying to prove to the world. And I definitely experienced that my own life so many times, just not feeling good enough. And for me personally, it's linked to the, I'm not lovable deeper. Um I don't know if that was that was true for you or that was that was a theme, but that definitely came up for me. And I know many people I, I've coached previously and or even talked to you now, um, it comes up from them and they 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 just even sometimes admit that they feel like not good enough. So um yeah, it's um it can I yeah, I found from my experience as well it can it can shape and um it's awesome that Although obviously not not obviously great that you're in the the desperation phase that um that's again relatable but you you know you got into this whole personal growth world and you're able to see different uh different views different perspectives as well um one thing that I just wanted to to ask about really was how the idea of how your perspective sometimes could impact your reality now we were talking about one of our our mentors peter sage who's i'm very fortunate to have had on the podcast previously as well and i'm learning a lot from him and he, he's obviously a big fan of this and uh the way you look at the world and he creates all these different views but yeah just to be useful to hear about how changing your perspective like maybe altered your your reality a little bit Absolutely. So yeah, as it relates to perception, for me, perception creates reality. Yeah. So we, we all look out to the world and we think that's how the world is. But in essence, the world is, you could say neutral, but we are imprinting our meaning onto the world. So when I really got that, it was actually for a quote by uh Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I, I'll probably butcher this, but you know, <laughs> said when you change the way that you look at things, the way things look change. And I got correct. And <laughs> I've heard it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and and basically he's he's talking about this difference between content and context. Mm -hmm. Right. And context is our perspective. And for me, perspective is it, it generates, of course, our reality, but it's it's out of which our thoughts, feelings, and therefore our actions arise. So if you can discover your perspective, the world that you're living in, and learn to see, is that actually a truth or just what you've learned? Because if you can alter your perspective, everything externally changes. So this is how... Uh, you know, your inner world does, in fact, lead your outer world. But most people are uh, believing that, you know, oh, because that out there happened, I feel X, Y and Z inside. 
It's just not true. The truth of that is because I, I'm perceiving that circumstance through my own personal lens, now I'm feeling how I feel, right? And when that really sinks in for somebody, they step into the world of power. Because if you're living outer to inner, you're powerless. It's just a powerless place to stand because then you're kind of giving your emotional set over to whoever or whatever happens. So perspective for me is like that deepest level of code. It's, it's subconscious. People aren't kind of walking around knowing what world they're in. That's just normal for them, right? But I would assert that's normal, but it's not natural, right? So as we start to investigate our own perspective and we can see where that, that got developed, especially in the world of like, suffering whether that's the anxieties or depressions you know that all gets started through a perspective that was built in our history so for me perspective is is everything and if you can learn to to not only question that perspective but shatter the lens then your whole world can change because you can build whatever perspective that you want so you can link it into identity. You get like a lot of people coaching about identity, you know, change the, the labels after I am. Hmm. And that's, that's great. But for me, that's still a little bit surface level because you haven't rectified, you haven't investigated, you haven't let go of the old version of you first, right? Because you're going from, let's say, I am and all of those limited labels that follow it. If you go straight into, no, I'm amazing, like, I'm powerful, like, <laughs> I'm a rock star, whatever, I'm a, a freaking magician, whatever, right? The the subconscious narrative in the back's going, no, you're not, no, you're not. And that's why, like, affirmations, they just don't work unless you've rectified the, the lie that I would say that you're limited in some way, right? So you shared before about, like, the not enoughness was leading to therefore let's say a fear of not being loved mm, yeah and and i agree right it's it's because for human beings we just fundamentally want to be loved and accepted we just want to belong so for me the way that that cascades is that on a human level we just we want to be enough so we do all we can so that we are loved and accepted and wanted but the reason for that is because what happens if you're not and that then fires the fear of isolation, yeah, of not being wanted. And that for a human being is one of the, the primal fears, because if you're isolated, if you're alone out in nature, well, that's a death threat. Mm. So it, it's so amazing when you start to see that the ego, the persona, the identity, whatever label that you want to give it, yeah, it's construct from my perspective, and we're talking about perspective, is in some form of like, I'm not enough, inadequacy. Yeah, I don't have enough lack. And then some form of insecurity. So I'm not safe, I'm not gonna be okay, right? So when we start to discover that those perspectives, they're just a part of being human, but they're not actually a truth. Well, then everything shifts because you know, in the absence of your fears and your concerns, everything's possible and that's one of my favorite questions i actually had it up on my instagram i think yesterday but it's like you know if in the absence of all your fears and your concerns if i was to ask you johnny that question what would you say what becomes like available for johnny mm. if there's no fears no concerns mm. is that is that a question to be right now yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, like if without the fears and concern, I it's really interesting we're talking about um Hawkins. It's just it's just like like for me, it's like pure love, it's like pure freedom and being able to experience that um without because like the fears often stop me from experiencing that, the great connections of people and life as well. If that that's who I feel like I am in essence. And when when I've done a lot of deeper work, like somatic work and kind of like retreat work, even in like, uh, you know, particularly in the last year, it's really brought me back to that when I've been able to actually go, okay, that's that's what's been hidden in my body, uh, like deep down. Um, and that's who that's who I feel I am. And I feel like even learning from Hawkins, I think lots of us do have that love, that, that ability naturally, but all these things come in and can alter our perspective, like the fears, from our experiences and things like that. So that's who I feel like I am at the core and that there is that love and the connection. It's just sometimes navigating it back and it it, it can be hard day to day, but it's about putting in the work for me. Yeah, beautiful, right? And like that's, you gave the perfect answer for what I was hoping you might say, which is freedom, right? A sense of love, a sense of power. Yeah, and for me, those are all the qualities of the deeper part of us, whether you want to call it consciousness, soul, whatever right? It's it's in the absence of the I that we think that we are, that we get to that connectedness that you just spoke to. So when we start to actually discard all of these layers of what I'm not, what you're left with is just what you truly are. And I say it specifically so because it's more like a what rather than a who, right? It's a bit deep. But this is like, for me, where it gets so powerful that the process of like growth and evolution is not by adding stuff to us, but exploring what's in the way. Mm. And it's the discarding, the letting go of like, that's why in the absence of fear or concern, worry, you know, all of these things that are very human and we've learned and we've got all of the evidence for, right? But when you start to unpack it and unravel it with someone that can really listen, all that's left then is just like, I'm just free. And that's the perspective shift. That's the stepping into a whole new world, like looking through new eyes. And then, you know, when you're feeling free, when you're feeling powerful, when you're feeling love, well, then you can go do anything. Mm. And for me, that's just, that's the game that I'm into, right? It's it's almost the the human being versus being human. And that's a massive distinction, right? So hopefully that made sense, but I loved your answer. <laughs> no, I love that, love that part of the conversation and, well, all the conversations. So yeah, we're, we're kind of on the, uh, learning from the, the same same books and things. So it's, uh, I love, yeah, I love hearing about that. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on a little bit, Gary, was this, uh, well, for me, like what I've done when I've like drilled down on things, and again, like, I'm not, I'm never, I never sit here and say I've figured out all the answers. I don't think any of us can sit here and say we figured out the answers, right? We're all a work in progress. There's going to be things that are going to come up. We're always working ourselves. But like for me, just like personally, when I've worked through, often when I'm like maybe like triggered from something, whether it was like, I don't know, a job loss, a breakup, uh, someone said something to me, something like that. I, I often find when I'm diving deep into like these and going a bit deeper, I find it's in the past, it's been something like I'm not enough or I'm love or not lovable. That's actually the root of it. Or, um, and I was talking to someone about grief yesterday that I found 
like the kind of like mini sort of like grief events and grief for me is not just about losing someone to death but can be other things there's usually kind of a core moment that that's kind of got it all um and i i found like diving down deep into that's like really really helpful for the individual and this is this can be really hard just like thinking about like perhaps when you've been in hard situations because a lot of us we're in the mud, like we're talking now, we're, I, I can't speak for you, but you know, I'm feeling, you know, pretty good, been doing a lot of work, you know, um, on myself, you know, exercising and all these kind of things. And it's okay, you know, we're talking about stuff now, but for the individual, perhaps in that moment of, right, someone just really hurt their feelings, they've gone through like a certain loss, whatever that loss could mean, a person, uh, a situation or something like that. And they're really feeling like, life's against them and it's just really hard to get get out of that perspective like have you got any sort of guidance from your own experience of working with people on perhaps how you you can start changing perspectives so that it works in your own interest or whether there needs to be a certain process to work through feel some of those things yeah absolutely and a great question right and you know the the first place i'd start with Anyone that's truly, um, you know, a, a great coach from my perspective has mastered the art of just listening, really getting somebody's reality, right? And it's so first and foremost is is love and compassion, as, as corny as that might sound, but that's where I start. And it's just like, I get, I get where you're at, right? Because otherwise, for that person, most people have never felt seen and heard. So to be actually revealing some of their deepest, darkest things that perhaps there's some guilt or shame about is first of all, just a huge kind of evolutionary step for them, but the, there's no judgment. You know, that's, that's the place that I start from love, compassion, no judgment. Because the, the thing is most people are trying to get away from what they don't want. They're trying to avoid it, right? But the first place that, to, to really start is with acceptance. And I'm not saying that it, it, it is how you want it, that it's great, that it's amazing, that we want it to stay that way. But no, it is what it is. I'm at where I'm at. Because from there, we can actually take a step forward because otherwise we, we're in resistance to reality, right? So that's the very first step. And then once we get into acceptance, we can start to explore some of these, these things that people are saying that they believe to be true, but actually, you know, when we shine a light on it, oftentimes is not, right? So the fact if someone said to me, you know, they said this to me and now I feel X, Y, and Z, it comes back to what I was saying before. That's just not true. And I would help them see that. It's that it's based on your perspective of some form of perceived threat that you are having an emotional reaction just based on your perception of that person. Right. Because someone could say something to you and say something to me and I could find it funny. Yet for you, you're dying inside. Right. But it's just words. Right. So to be able to, to understand that is so powerful because then we get to be able to see, oh, wait a minute. I got triggered by that. That for me is what I call the gift wrapped in shit. <laughs> Right. Because what that does, it's revelatory. It's showing me where I'm not free, where I can't be OK with circumstance in this moment. So it's got nothing to do with out there. It's got everything to do with us and ourselves, not from a place of like um, judgment of self, 
but actually from, oh, that's interesting. So now if something like triggers me inside, which fortunately is quite rare now, right? I get excited. I'm like, amazing. It's showing me a space where I get to find more freedom. Yeah. Because if I know that my nature, yeah, is, is freedom, is power, is love. Yeah. Those are the essence. Then if I'm feeling something that's not that, then that's clearly an illusion that I, I, I'm oblivious to. It's subconscious. Where did that get started? Because it's through literally discovering that, seeing what you were talking about, you said as a grief, right? For me, I, I call it like a trauma, right? Or you could say you got hurt. Either way, it didn't get reconciled. It didn't get completed. And you just have carried it through into the present moment. And oftentimes are projecting it forward into the future as something to avoid. Right. So where we get to find freedom is actually where we get triggered. And it's the question I get asked a lot. It's like, like, what should I do? I'm just like, go live life. <laughs> it will show you where you're not OK, where you can't maintain this inner sense of peace. That's your natural state. And from there, we get to explore, OK, what's really going on right now? What's going on? Now? Like, where's that come from? Is it true? Mm. And Johnny, when when people dissolve these events, when they process them from their history, from a new perspective, it literally melts away because all of their beliefs about themselves, their inadequacies, their fears, they, they literally evaporate. And from there, it's just like, oh, like you see their shoulders sink a couple of inches. They breathe for the first time in probably about 20, 30 years, right? And for me, that's that's why I love doing what I do because that's what's possible. So that's why I would share with people that it's all possible, it's all available. It's just learning how to move through it. Mm, I love um, the thing I kind of circled there that you said was um, freedom comes from, you know, discovering your triggers. And I thought that was a, uh, and, and being with them and actually seeing where we're being triggered. They're the gift. They are the gift. And I, that's why I call it the gift wrapped in shit. I'm yeah. not sure if I can actually swear on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fine. <laughs> just me. But it's just, you know, I bring a lot of lightheartedness to a lot of my coaching because it helps break the ice and in these conversations too. But the reason why I call it that is because it doesn't feel good in the moment, right? We don't like to be triggered, right? Mm. But for me, rather than it being out there and all that circumstance shouldn't have happened. I'm just like, well, wait a minute. Like who made me the master of the universe to say how it should be, right? So when I get over myself and like believing that I'm right in every circumstance, I get to explore, wait, this is actually showing me where I can't maintain my peace. I'm not okay with it, right? And the moment we find okayness or a better word, acceptance, because the other is resistance, right? I don't want it resistance. We have to be in stress, if we're in resistance to our reality, it's just you can't get away from that. So that's why the remedy, the medicine is acceptance for the resistance that's there. But most people don't know how to find acceptance. And that's where the shift in awareness helps up level to be able to bring that acceptance to the resistance. Hopefully that made sense. That was a lot of resistance acceptance. But that's why it's like when we find peace, acceptance for what is, it's not out there. It's just showing us where we're not okay. And that's a, that's just a gift because we find like literally more power and it's actually an access tool to discover who we truly are. Mm. Love it. 
It's um, it reminds me of something that came up in the call the other day with Peter. And it, uh, he asked someone who was talking about uh, a, a family member that really upsets them, and then he was, you know, he was asking them, "Why did you choose them to be your, you know, your your family member?" And it was, it was like uh <laughs> the classic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different perspective, right? Like if you hold it as a, and it's a huge step for some people, it's a much deeper conversation, but what if you chose your parents, mm. right? And that all the blame suddenly goes because like you chose it, but like, that's more like a, an esoteric conversation, more of a spiritual one. It's like my favorite conversation. I go there oftentimes, you know, I definitely go there in my coaching because that's the ultimate perspective shifter because you go to that deeper space right and the moment whether it's you're reading like an Eckhart Tolle he might call it like the watcher the witness something like that like the moment you find the space and behind the perspective where you can observe these limiting patterns that you've developed this this persona that you think that you are that actually is just a construct of language when you discover that deeper space within you, which is more the esoteric conversation, that's almost like the platform from which you start to be able to make change. Because if you're not aware of that deeper space, and that's where you know a lot of mindfulness comes in, like discover the space behind the thoughts. If, you, if you're not there, then you're gonna completely be involved in your subconscious patterns, mm -hmm. right? And you're just running on autopilot. And most are for you know, 95% of the day, and I used to be, right? It's 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 just a part of being human. Our attention has been being drawn out, you know, just due to the nature of our senses, right? So yeah, it's uh that's a deeper conversation. One I'm happy to go into, but you know, mm. I know you've got quite a, a few cool questions. So you know, don't let me take us off course there. No, I think I think um it, yeah, that's definitely something I know that uh is is a probably a whole hour kind of conversation at least we could go into that one but yeah, yeah. maybe a part two <laughs> part two yeah definitely <laughs> well um yeah gary like to be honest like and following on that one there's there's probably a lot more uh i'd like to cover um but yeah like i think some of your the way you you know you've shared some of you the thing your life your experiences how you've been working with people has been really really valuable today and i've been making plenty of notes myself i always like to make notes and then kind of think oh okay i see something he said so really have uh, really valued what you shared today um as we as we kind of like wrap up today is there any is there like a final point that you'd like to share that maybe we've not covered or something you'd like to re-emphasize and also uh, there's a lot more you could share. Where could the uh, listener find out more about you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, as it relates to, you know, a, a point to share, probably if it was going to be in relation to, you know, my story, it would just be that change is always possible. Mm. Yeah, there's always hope. And I just, you know, my... My mission here is just to share some of the things that I've been blessed to learn. And, it, you know, I started off with real small goals as it relates to coaching, which was if I could share some of this stuff and it, it helps change one life, you know, my life's work is complete. And I, I was blessed to get that done quite early. So I'm definitely on bonus time here. But it's, 
you know, I, I just, it, for anyone that's feeling incredibly low, and it can be, depends when this comes out, we're doing it quite close to Christmas, that can bring quite a lot of like emotional heaviness to people, is that no matter how deep, however dark it gets, there's always a way out. And I have personal reference for that. So that would be the message I'd share with people and uh, to don't give up on yourself. So, and then as it relates to, you know, where people can find me, really simple. I generally focus in two places. Uh, it's my website, which is garywaters.co.uk. And then Instagram is I am Gary Waters. So uh, you can find me on there. I am on some other things, but I don't really, uh, there's just too many of them to update. Yeah. So uh, I just kind of stick to those two. That's where you're most likely going to get me if you, if you want to learn a little bit more about what I have to share. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, be sure to link those up in the notes below. And uh, yeah, no, we're, we'll keep in touch on Instagram as well. So yeah, we're, um, we'll link those, link those in the show notes. So once again, Gary, a massive thank you for coming on today. Thank you, Johnny. And thank you for the gift that you are. You know, all of this work is just so benef like beneficial for so many. You're a true gift. You're a true light. And I just want to give you that reflection. And thank you for giving me the space and time to contribute in my own little way here. I oh, appreciate it, Gary. Thanks. Thanks so much. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.